Welcome back to Tundra Football, and this week, it's not just me, I got a guest, um, you might remember him from, I forget which episode, but this is Owen. What's up, Packer fans? Oh yeah. You know there's only like, two of you. Oh yeah. I'm saying hi to us. Hi. <laughs> so, with, uh... Getting out of the way that we have Packer Bias on the show now to add with Patriot Bias um, <laughs> and Tampa Bias. Um, <laughs> oh, yeah. We've also had Colt Bias before, so, you know, we're just packing in Ooh. all the biases. Yeah, when can we get the Jets on here? Hmm. <laughs> That's going to be hard. I don't live in New York. <laughs> all right. Me neither. So, uh, week 17 just finished up. Uh... I mean, the week wasn't super interesting, but there were some upsets, and yeah, so we'll talk about all of them. We'll start with the first game, Owen. Uh, Falcons and Bills. Hmm. Not a big surprise there, the score there. No, I see. Uh, yeah, it's tw- it finished 29-15, Bills won. Nothing was surprising about it, other than in the beginning, it kind of looked like the Falcons might pull something out, but then t- towards the end... Nothing happened for that, um, which was sad for me, a Patriot fan. But, um, <laughs> yeah, nothing surprising there. Now, the most surprising thing is there was a safety in this game. Oh. What happened was uh, Falcons kicked the ball to the Bills. They muffed the punch, recovered it in the end zone, <laughs> and then the Falcons tackled them, thus being a safety. Huh. So no, you that, don't see that those was very really often. the most interesting thing out of that game. Uh, but what I got as far as players for stock up and stock down, and uh, before we go any further, um, for those listening, stock up and stock down this week is more people that I'm watching for next year or people who I think are either could be surprised people who do well in playoffs or liabilities in playoffs. Um mm-hmm. And we'll start the stock up with someone for next year, Russell Gage. Um, he's kind of been flying under the radar for a little bit, but he um, he did pretty well in that game. And if Ridley can, doesn't play next year, um, Gage top twenty wide receiver right there. Looks. Yeah. Now they'll probably add someone else. But in fancy circles, he's someone to look to and someone to have a breakout year next year, just normal-wise, not fantasy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, and as far as a liability, um, a lot of people might hate this, but I'm going to say... Um, Josh Allen. Um... He's been pretty inconsistent, and he threw two to three interceptions in this game. Is that really going to cut it? Um, Right now, my model has them facing the Patriots, who are very opportunistic with turnovers. So if he plays the same way, can he really get away against the Patriots? And even if he can, can he get away against the Colts or the Bengals or the Chiefs? Can he get away against those people? Yeah, that's definitely something to think about. Well, yeah. What do you think? Do you think 
they're in trouble, or do you think they'll be fine? I mean, he's obviously got to stop it. I mean, you can't turn the ball over like four times a game and still win. So you have to, you can't, you know, you can't throw too many. But I mean, the Patriots, yeah, they definitely can capitalize on that. You know, Mac Jones playing good and all that. But um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely not good that he's he's doing this right now. I'm not saying the Patriots will win that one if, if that's the game that comes out of there, but um, it definitely yeah. gives them a chance at it. Um, Mm-hmm. It's now he might play better and he might not, but that you have to worry about that because if he's inconsistent, do you really think he can carry you to a Super Bowl? Yeah, that's why if he's, you know, if he's not, if he's being inconsistent, you gotta have a run game going, in which they can't really right now no, with the players they've got there. Singletary's so. okay, but he's not great. Moss hasn't done much this year after impressive last year. Reed is not doing a whole lot, and they don't have anyone else. They just don't have that run game to support an inconsistent quarterback. Yeah. Because if, if they had a run game, I think he wouldn't be as inconsistent. Like, you know, you're not throwing the ball as many times, so you don't throw as many picks. But yeah, they don't, so they have to throw it. Defense. You know, so, yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. Um, the next wow, game, we agreed on something. <laughs> Oh, we can do that just as long as it's not Bucks, Patriots, or Packers. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> the next game, which we won't spend a ton of time on, is the Bears and Giants. Um, this one this was game is... Yeah. This one was basically mm-hmm. just Giants getting a whooping. They had negative 10 passing yards. <laughs> negative 10? How? How? Do that? How? I understand that the Patriots getting 21 in in uh, whatever mile wind it was, but getting negative 10 without wind, really? Wow. That that honestly, that's impressive. That's a feat, like getting a zero quarterback <laughs> rating. Both of those are feats you don't want. Yep. Um. But yeah, so we won't talk a whole lot about it because it's basically two teams, season already done, both little bit banged up and neither very good so we won't spend a ton of time on that however i bet I agree. you will spend a bunch of time on this next game oh yeah Chiefs this... and Bengals. wow i mean like what a statement so, win yeah i i picked this one wrong and it was one of the few i got wrong this week i think i got i'm looking three wrong i got three wrong this week wow um and this was one of the three. Um, I picked Chiefs and Bengals one. To me, really, I don't know if it says it does a whole lot because Bengals aren't going to um, get that first seed. Most likely, they need the Patriots, the Bill. Wait, no, they need the Patriots, Chiefs, and Titans to all lose. And while I do think it's a possibility Patriots or Chiefs could lose, I don't see the Texans losing to the Jaguars. <laughs> Especially if they bring Henry back. I, you know, do you see that happening? No, definitely not. Especially if Henry's there. Yeah, and the only reason I think Chiefs or Patriots could lose is because 
it's division rivals who do play well at times, where the Titans are playing a team that is just terrible and got stomped on by the Patriots. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, I think this is just a statement win. They're not going to get any higher than the third seed off of this, so really all it does is make us consider the Bengals more for the postseason. I mean, this was, they clinched their division, and that's after, like, two years later, I think, than being the worst team in the NFL, so that that's just, I mean, that's, yeah. that's good. <laughs> yeah, uh, clinching the division is a big thing, so I guess it does do something. Uh, for the Chiefs, this is bad for them, because they just lost that first seed, most likely. Because it's going to go to Tennessee then, right? Yes. Yeah. And like we just okay. talked about, we don't think they're losing. Um, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. So, they most likely lost that seed off this game. Now, it was a close game. They didn't, it's not like they got wiped out or anything. But, that's not something you want to lose. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, next game, uh, Miami and Titans. Titans whooped them. Uh, I don't think we need to spend a whole bunch of time on that one. Mm, yeah, probably not, yeah. This next one, though, was interesting. Raiders beat the Colts. Wow. Um, really? And they did that huh. with Carson Wentz playing. Uh, oh, now part of he played? Be, yeah, huh. he played. Um, now, what if, now, one of the... Um, one of the things could be the Colts lost because he hadn't practiced for a week, but like the Frank Reich, the coach of the Colts said, he said that it, they had enough reps throughout the season that he still should have played well, and that that's not what excused it. Yeah. So, it could be he was sore from COVID or something, but they lost to the Raiders, who aren't terrible, but they're also not great. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you know, I do, even though the Raiders won, I kind of see Carr as a liability here going into the playoffs. While, while he can win, um, he, he has some impressive game-winning drives, he also has times where he throws too many picks. Like in this game, he threw two. They still came out winning, but you can't do that against better teams. Mm -hmm. um, especially this week. They're not even in the playoffs. They have to beat the Chargers. You can't give Justin Herbert the ball. You can't do Yeah. That. He's going to push you much more than Carson Wentz does. Um, yeah. So, they, they can't give that up. Mm-hmm. Um, now, one thing this does do is it sets up two win-and-in situations where Colts, they win, and they're in the playoffs. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I'm going to sidetrack for a minute. I just looked at the thing, and I was wrong. Titans don't face the Jaguars. They face the Texans. Uh, oh, I don't think okay. that changed anything about the Titans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, probably but, not. Um, the Colts are facing the Jaguars, and again, I don't think they're losing that game. Yeah, which means, probably not. Yeah, which means they're in the playoffs. 
Mm-hmm. Which is the seventh, the sixth seed, right? Uh, yes. Uh, let me check. Yes. No. Okay. Not necessarily. Depends. It depends oh. who wins the Chargers Raiders game. Okay. But Chargers Raiders game, whoever wins that's going in. So if Raiders lose, they could still make the playoffs, but only if the Colts had lost before them. Okay. So whoever wins this, whoever wins Chargers Raiders is in. And if Chargers lose, they can't make the playoffs. They're out. They have to win. Oh, okay. And, but if the um, Raiders win, or I mean, if the Raiders lose, and the Colts lose, and the Steelers lose, then the Raiders could still make the playoffs even off a loss. Oh, wow. But again, I don't hmm. think that's likely. So I think... For the Raiders, the playoff starts this week against the Chargers. Yeah. This is basically a play-in game from the NBA. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. So who do you think is winning that game, Chargers or Raiders? <sighs> I gotta take Chargers. Like. Yeah, that's, that's who I'm taking, too. Raiders are too inconsistent. I mean, Chargers are, too, but they have more talent. Mm-hmm. Yeah, lots more talent. quarterback. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they probably have a better coach who's not just interning like the Raiders have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I'm just going to speed through these next couple games. Uh, Patriots-Jacksonville. Patriots smush them. Nothing <laughs> to say about that. They creamed them. Um, Eagles beat Washington. It was a close game, but uh, not an unexpected outcome. Um, Chargers beat the Broncos. San Francisco beat Texans. Uh, Saints beat the Panthers. Seahawks beat the Lions. Packers beat the Vikings. All those Woo-hoo! games. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> None of those games. Nothing was surprising. Nothing really noteworthy to say there. But um, there were a couple games that were, and one of those was Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New York Jets. That game proves that the Jets are the most annoying team to people who try to predict the NFL. I mean, look at their wins, okay? They have four of them. Tennessee, week four. Now, that one kind of made sense because Tennessee was baked up. Week eight, Bengals, okay? Their next two wins are against Texans and Jaguars. Nothing big there. But then they about upset the Bucks. Really? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and they're not, even gonna, they're not even doing anything. They're just having fun messing with the playoff seating. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah it, it's just so ridiculous. Now, Buccaneers pulled it out because they have Tom Brady. Um, but... Come on, Jets, just do what you're supposed to and lose. Except for this week. This week you can beat the Bills, okay? Beat the Bills this week. <laughs> I'm so consistent. Oh, yes. But uh, Especially when it comes to the Patriots. Yeah. Now, one thing I'll look for next year, Braxton Berrios. As of late, he's come out, and he's been doing really well. 
Um, and he's also doing really well fantasy-wise, getting a bunch of points. So, he's someone to watch for next year, maybe in fantasy laps late, or for Jets if you're looking for another shimmer of hope, which won't turn into anything. Um, <laughs> look to Braxton Berrios. He is, he did used to be a Patriot, so I might be a little biased here, but he has been doing well. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. The next game was Rams and Ravens. This game, Ravens about pulled it out. They were winning for a majority of the game without Lamar Jackson. <laughs> Just like they did a couple weeks ago against the Packers. Yeah. Uh, both times they've lost, and so they've kind of shown they can't finish without him. So even mm-hmm. if they yeah. win this week and somehow get in the playoffs, which... They need the Colts to lose for that. Um, well, they need the Colts to lose and the Chargers to win. But for them to get into the... If they get in there, I don't think they can win more than a game if Jackson's still injured. And even if he's in, I don't know how far they can make it this year. Yeah, that the, there's, there's too many injuries there. Yeah, and their first matchup's against the Chiefs, most likely. Oof. I wouldn't Oof. want to play them. Uh, <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going to say, right now, Ravens aren't making it this year, and there's, I don't trust them for next year. But for the Rams, even though they won, I don't know if Stafford's good enough to make a deep playoff run. He's better than Goff uh, most years, but he makes mistakes. You can't be throwing interceptions against teams with better quarterbacks than Tyler Huntley. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, if you look at my proposed schedule, first they face the Saints. They can probably win that one. Yep. But then... They'll probably face Tom Brady. Now, they beat him once. But Tom, regular season Tom Brady and postseason Tom Brady are different people. Um, normally. Sometimes it's different. But I would say that they have a pretty fair chance of losing that game. And then if they win that game, they're probably facing the Packers. Can they really Oof. win against Aaron Rodgers, who beat them previously with with Matthew Stafford throwing picks? Nope. I don't think so. I don't don't think so either. So, I'm going to say Rams, unless Matthew Stafford can get rid of his interceptions, you're probably done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. Let's see. The next game was Arizona-Dallas. This game, Arizona was winning for the most part. Dallas staged a comeback, but couldn't finish. Yeah, they got close within three. Yeah, they got within mm. three, but they weren't able to finish. Which, for me... This probably means that the Cardinals, depending on who they faced, and if 
depending on injuries and all that, they probably have a pretty good chance of making it far in the playoffs. In fact, they could make the playoffs, I mean the Super Bowl. It just depends how they play against the Packers. Mm-hmm. Which, as of right now, I'd pick Packers. But, uh, depending on what happens from here to when they play, I might be persuaded otherwise. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know you won't be, but... Uh, <laughs> no! Packers all the way! Yep. But And then for the Cowboys, how far can they really go in the playoffs? My predictions have them playing the Cardinals first, and if not, they're playing the Rams. Can they really beat either team? I mean, it'd be really, really close. I know, I don't think they could beat the Cardinals, but the Rams game would be very close. It would be. But, like, the talent overall, I think the Rams would come up on top on that one. And if you really look at the Rams, it's not the offense with Matthew Stafford, it's the defense. Mm-hmm. Even though the offense is a lot better with Stafford, the defense is still the star. Yep. Now we'll go really quickly to our last game, the Steelers and Browns. Uh, with Ben Roethlisberger's probably last home game, they got him a win. Um, but this game for me says more about Baker's future. He threw four interceptions in an important game against the Packers in week, what was it, 16. Christmas Day, so. Yeah. Yeah. He threw four interceptions. You can't do that as an NFL quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he threw two against the Steelers. Is he really someone the Browns want to build around? I know he had a good year last year, and he's struggled mm-hmm. with injuries this year. But most of this points to decision-making. I mean, would you draft somebody? I'd take Baker Mayfield over any of the quarterbacks in this year's projected to go in the first round this year. But what if Personally. You're able, but what if you're able to get Aaron Rodgers? Or you're able to get Russell Wilson? I mean, I definitely take them over Baker Mayfield. So, it's just, if you're willing to give up those resources, um... And you might be able to get some resources for Baker. Um, because he may not be entirely washed up, but he doesn't seem like a guy you want to build a playoff-caliber team or a Super Bowl-caliber team, which is what they think they are, around him. Mm Mm-hmm. I mean... Who would you take, Garoppolo or Baker? Garoppolo. Yeah, and that's a cheaper option. Maybe only a first-round pick or a second. Um, Mm -hmm. Who would be an upgrade? Who's not going to lose a game for you on four interceptions? Imagine Garoppolo playing that game. I think Browns may have won that. Mm -hmm. Because they weren't. There's two scores... Two scores behind, yeah. So, it was... changes the course of the game because it messes with what you're thinking and it gives the momentum to the other side. And so Garoppolo, he's a lot safer. He doesn't throw as many picks. They probably... He would have won if he had been in charge. 
Yep. Definitely. So, yeah. So yeah, that's the end of last week, and I've now realized that the episode is 24 minutes already. So, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> we're going to have a commercial, and then I'll put my uh, devotional in here after that. But for this episode, uh, this is all Owen will be in. So, uh, bye, Owen. Thank, thank you for coming. Yep, you're welcome. It was fun. Yeah, so he's, he's now been in two episodes, so you've beat Francisco. Ha <laughs> ha! give him a hard time about that tonight. Alrighty. Alright, so oh, we'll go to a commercial, and then we'll be back with devotions. Welcome back to our study of Hebrews 11. Um, if you remember, we're kind of going in a little bit of a wonky order because Abraham was mentioned twice. Um, so, so far we've covered Abraham, which brings us up to 10, and then we skip all the way to 17 through 19. And then we did Sarah, which is 11 through 12. And now we'll finish up that little bit of a gap between in, uh, Sarah and the second mention of Abraham verses 13 through 16, where it's kind of a interlude, sort of. Um, but nonetheless, it's an important piece. So as always, we'll start with reading it. So it's Hebrews verses, uh, it's Hebrews 11, verses 13 through 16, if you want to follow along. Um, and I'm reading in ESV. These all died in faith not having received the things promised, but having seen them and greeted them from afar, and having acknowledged that they were strangers and exiles on the earth. For people who seek thus make it clear that they are seeking a homeland. If they had been thinking of a, the land that they had gone out, they would have had re opportunity to return. But as it is, they desire a better country, that is, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to call them their God, for he has prepared for them a city. So here's talking about all, all those that I talked about before and all those, or most of those talked after this point. But if we look primarily on those before, it says, the, these who died in faith, not having received the things promised. So if we go even to the first person, Abel, um, at that point they were looking forward to the time when God would crush, would crush the serpent or Satan and free them from sin. Well, he died because he was obeying God. He was looking forward to the next thing. He was looking forward to when... He could have direct relationship with God instead of just sacrifices. And he died before receiving that. Enoch, he was walking with God and looking forward to the time when he could walk even closer with God. And then God took him up with him. Noah was looking towards the same thing. And Abraham, 
was looking for the same thing, but a little more, his was a little different, a little more specific. He was looking for the promise that through him, God would bless all the nations to a homeland of his own and a great nation. None of those happened while he was alive. Now, even though they acknowledged, now, even though that they believed that it happened, it did not happen yet, but they still looked forward to that. And they also acknowledged that they were strange, like they didn't belong. If we go back to Abraham and Sarah, who it was just talking about, um, they were going out, they were seeking a land of their own. They were, it wasn't like they were just going blindly, even though it may have felt that way. They went out seeking a land that God had promised them, following God. And they hadn't left with the thought of, oh, well, we'll come back to Ur at some point. No, they they went out with full faith. As if they were going out with the thought of returning, they had plenty of opportunity to. But instead, they decided to trust God because they desired what God had promised them. And here it says that was a heavenly country. And so because... They had faith to follow him. God was not ashamed to be called their God and thus prepared for them a city, which is heaven. And so what we can learn from this is that if we have faith to go to where God calls us and not look back on where we were before and turn back to that, then... We have shown that we do have faith, and God, he rewards faith. And so we can be sure that he will give us what he has promised as we go along our day each day. If we have faith that he will do what he, what he has promised, and faith to obey. Because faith is not just, oh, I believe this, and it doesn't change anything. No, you have faith, and then you obey what God has told you. So if we have faith to obey, which is harder than faith to just say, because that is not truly faith. Faith to obey is true faith because you are showing your faith. So if you have that, then God will be faithful to keep his promises to you. And, yep, so that is today's uh, Bible study. We have finally caught up to where we can go back to um, verse 20. Um, and uh, next week I'll probably cover a couple, uh, three people, as they're all not mentioned very much. Um but yeah, so next week I'll... We, I'll cover them. Uh, next week, I'll also cover playoffs in the non, um, in the non-devotional part of this. But yeah, so thank you for listening. I will see you next time, and we'll see if I can get another guest. All right, see you next time.